Hey girl, pleasure seekers, it's your girl Tasha, aka the seducer, aka the pleasure dom, the one, the only queen behind her pleasure chest. Let's get into this episode that will guarantee to aspire you, inspire you, make you wet, make you horny, make you curious. <laughs> Let's get into it. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. <laughs> hey, my darling pleasure seekers. I know you probably thought, what in the world is wrong with Tasha this episode? So I'm extra excited because this month marks one year since my very first episode. <laughs> It is awesome. It is something to celebrate because um, being committed to recording a podcast takes a lot of work. So if you are a loyal listener and you've been rocking with me since the very, very first episode, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much um, to everyone that joined the Pleasure Seekers Club um, over the last few months. Thank you for staying. Thank you for sharing. Um, All I have is gratitude because I never thought, I never ever thought that the podcast would be so successful and it is successful because of you listening, sharing, um, subscribing to whatever platform you're listening on. So hitting that subscribe button or that follow button goes a long way. Writing a review goes a long way. So I thank you so, so much. And I know if you've never done any of those, you're probably like, it don't matter. Yes, it does. 
<laughs> so continue doing all of that and know I appreciate you. So this is a very special episode. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just as excited. I didn't realize it was a year until I got an alert. And I was like, a year? It has not been a year. <laughs> you know, they say time flies when you're having fun. And this is what it means. I'm having fun. Um, if I've helped you become more open-minded, that means a lot because this is why I do it. I am transparent about my experiences. I let you into my world. I educate um, and educate and empower, especially to my Black queens who are listening to tap into the beauty of your sexuality, to tap into your sexual power, um, and to not be ashamed of it. So I honor all of you to the fellas out there that listen and you've learned some things. I salute you too, my king. So to my beautiful queens and my beautiful kings, thank you. I honor all of you if you're learning and you know, you're more open-minded and you feel more free and you feel more liberated and you feel like fuck the labels. You want to escape these labels and embrace your kink and you're going to walk in your awesomeness and also you're going to be safe while you're doing it. (laughs) So before I dive into this episode, I also want to do a special, like a public service announcement. Please, 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 if you do follow the Instagram page, please make sure you're liking the posts and commenting on the posts. So Instagram changed the algorithm and it is complete shits right now. And a lot of people weren't seeing um, some of the posts. So when I mentioned that I do silly posts, you know, just to get people just not thinking about what's happening in the world right now, or just get a break from the world right now and doing those, um, never have I ever, or one gotta go type of cute little memes, funny, funny little memes. Um, a lot of people have, weren't seeing them. So if you do see a post, when I make a post, hit like, or comment, or go straight to the page and like, and comment the post. Also, if you don't want to miss anything, you can turn on the notifications um, for the page as well. That will help. Um, I don't want you guys to miss anything. Oh, another public service announcement. It is the podcast anniversary, and it's only right that I tell you about my new business venture birthed from her pleasure chest is the Simple Pleasures Candle line that I'm launching um, later on in the fall. So make sure you go ahead and follow that Instagram page. It is um, the Simple Pleasures Candle on Instagram. So make sure you go ahead and follow the page um, subscribe to the email list so you can know 
when the launch is official. Okay. So this week's episode, I'm going to dive into um, some of the myths um, you need to stop believing <laughs> when it comes to sex. I'm going to dive into that this week. I haven't done an, a segment where I'm just educating you all um, in a while because, you know, times 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 change. This 2020 has it's been rough. Um, so I'm going to drop the ad right now and then I'll be back with nine sex myths that your ass needs to stop believing. So listen to this ad. Gotta get these coins, right? So listen to the ad so mama can get these coins and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So nine sex myths you need to stop believing. Now, I found this article and I chuckled to myself because it dawned on me that people still believe these things. And it was mind-boggling because there's so much information out there that I can't believe people are still believing these myths. Um, Oh, also, I'm letting you know right now, it is pouring raining in South Florida while I'm recording. So if you hear any funny sounds of like water, <laughs> it's the rain. Um, and y'all know I don't edit and drown out any sounds. I give it to you raw and uncut because mama don't got time. Okay. All right. So the first one. Um, is you can't get pregnant if you're on top during vaginal sex. Who child, listen to me. I've heard this from women so many times in my life. I've lost count. For some reason, there are women and men roam in this world thinking that the sex position can prevent getting sex. I don't understand it. <laughs> you can absolutely get pregnant from any position, whether you're in cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, if he has you on your head top, headlock, on the doorknob, any position if the man releases his sperm inside your vagina without a condom or without the woman being on any contraception, it is a high rate of pregnancy. Please take that myth and throw it out the window. Okay? Remember, or should I say, understand, because you might not know this, right? This is why we're talking and I'm educating, right? Understand that 
sperm stays in the body for five days, okay? So please get yourself some real form of birth control. And I've even heard, you know, this is rare and it happens that some woman has gotten pregnant while on birth control. So please take that myth and throw it far, far away and don't look at it again. The second myth, the pullout method can be used as a standalone method of birth control. Lord Jehovah, take the whole wheel, the engine, everything, okay? The pull-out method, the withdrawal method, whatever you want to call it, um, the proper name is, I think, Cultus Interruptions or something like that, um, and that's when, you know, the man pulls out his penis out of the woman's vagina before ejaculation, right? Um, please, please stop believing that. Please stop. <laughs> please stop believing that's a good method of birth control. It is not. Um, there was a report done at Planned Parenthood um, and about 27 out of 100 women who used the method of the pullouts got pregnant. Okay. Stop. <laughs> so that means it is 73% effective. Um, no, wait. It's, I'm reading. I'm sorry. You guys know how it is. If this is the first time you're hearing me like read from an article or giving you information from an article, this is my life, right? So the Planned Parenthood reports, Planned Parenthood reports that about 27 out of 100 women who use this method get pregnant each year, meaning it's about 73% effective at preventing pregnancy in real life. That's not as effective as condoms, which are about 82% effective, okay? Or birth control pills, which are about 91% percent effective. So um, in other words, stop using the pull-out method because there is human error people. Number three, and I posted this one on um, Instagram, on the Instagram page where anal, people think anal doesn't count as sex. Okay. And I've come across women that say they don't want to break their virginity, their quote-unquote purity. Um, so they have anal. And I had to remind them, anal sex is sex. Anal sex is sex. There's a reason why the word sex is after it. Anal sex oral sex, vaginal sex, it is sex. Take that myth and throw it out the window. What that simply means is your booty hole is no longer a virgin. Who <laughs> child? Listen, anal sex is sex, baby. 
So stop. Um, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with any form of sex as long as it's consensual and as long as you're being safe. So please stop. A fourth myth that I would like for you and appreciate for you to throw out the window is if you have a lot of sex, your vagina will get loose. I am sure someone just snapped her finger like, yes, that one right there. I know because I know my queens that listen and you understand. That myth is the stupidest one, especially with men that, men or women, because some women, um, you know, some women care about this stuff. But um, if you're asking about body count, right? So if you're asking a, a woman how much, how many partners she had, because like there are men out there that think the number of partners a woman have means her vagina is loose. Please have several seats. Please have several seats. And I'm going to read directly from the article that tell you to throw this myth out the window. So it stated an article from Psychology Today describes female anatomy in an excellent visual way that um cite the I cite on the regular. Okay. Um it says a hand towel stuffed inside a thick sock squeezed by two hands where the sock is the vagina. The towel is the folded muscle tissue of the vaginal walls. And the hands are the pelvic floor muscles surrounding the vagina. Vaginal muscle tissue is very elastic and no penis is going to make it loose. Okay, I don't care if you try to slut shame. I don't care if you, I repeat, vaginal muscle tissue is very elastic and no penis is going to make it loose. Okay, listen, if women give birth, a woman pushes out a whole human and the vajayjay snaps right back? Man, why in God heaven's earth you think your dick is going to make her vagina loose? Man, take that and throw it far. Okay? Far. The fifth one. You can't get STIs from oral sex. I've spoken about spoken about this one in um I think it was my episode about getting checked, like knowing your status. Um this myth I feel like is very common amongst 
young kids. Um, but it's also common in adulthood as well because I've seen where men and women alike, like out I, I don't want to say either partner, like e- either gender, but um and a lot of people have been guilty of this. I'm not shaming anyone. I just want to bring awareness to it. So the idea that you can't get STI from oral sex, you honestly need to throw it out the window. Sex is sex. Um, you're still at risk. It's this greater risk, oral sex, um, as it is unprotected vaginal sex or anal sex. It's it's the same level of risk. Um, but we realize that if you're given head, and if you're new to this, when I do my education section, I mix it all up. You're going to get the education part. You're going to get the nerd part of me, and you're going to get the ratchet part, right? So if you're given head, sucking dick, or eating the pussy without a condom, you're still at risk. Especially if we don't know that person's status. So, yes, you are still at risk to catch herpes, syphilis, gonorrhea. Um, what's the other one? Trichomonosis. Or I, I will never pronounce that one. Um, but point is, you are still at risk. Um, and just be mindful. I know we'll be in the heat of the moment. And oral sex is something you like or whatever. Be safe at the end of the day. Be safe. Um, I cannot stress that enough. Be safe. If you're one of those people that think you cannot contract an STI from oral sex, please, after this episode... Write the second, erase that out of your brain. Educate yourself. Stop walking around here with them dumbass thoughts. Straight up. Not even going to hold you. You are at risk if you're out here being reckless, sucking on dick or sucking on pussy without knowing the status of the person you're doing it with. And... You know, just doing it raw. Like, if it's not your partner, partner, that, you know, y'all been tested together and you good, put a condom on. And nobody like to taste of condom. So either get them flavored condoms or something. Okay? And yes, you have condoms, female condoms too, that you can put the JJ, if you want to give oral sex that way, so there or don't do it. <laughs> That's also another way. If you don't know the status and you don't like the taste of condom, don't do it until you know the person's status. Keep yourself safe and take that myth and throw it far away if you're thinking that way. Number six, a person with a penis can't enjoy sex while wearing a condom. Let me tell you. I've heard stories of, oh, the sex ain't right. I don't feel it right. 
if I have a condom on. I like the skin to skin. Oh, I'm allergic to the latex. Mmm. Mmm. Take that. Throw it out the window, too. Sir, King, if you're listening, Kings. Kings, if you are listening, my Kings out there in these streets. If you are a King that have this myth, please throw it out the window. Woman, Queens. Don't don't fall for this. Don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. Now there are so many options with condoms. There's the skin form. They listen, they have vegan condoms. Okay. So if you think you're allergic to latex, we'll get you something you're not allergic to. There's there's a variety of condoms out there. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. There is no excuse. You will still enjoy the sex with the condom on. Okay. Um, seventh myth. I heard this a lot from listeners when I did the masturbation episodes in May to honor masturbation month and mental health month. Um, and I've also heard this on other podcasts. It turned into a full-on conversation. So the seventh myth um, that I would like for you to throw out the window is masturbation makes achieving orgasms more difficult. Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. If you don't know what makes you come. How can you expect your partner to figure out what makes you come? You need to masturbate. You you need to masturbate. Women, I talk about this before. Again, the episodes in May on masturbation. Women, you cannot, ladies, you cannot, and I'm doing this, and I'm saying this directly to female, to the queens that are listening, because most of the listeners are queens. And most it's mostly women that hold themselves back from masturbating right your partner you expect your partner to know what you like when you yourself don't know what you like it it makes no sense you have to figure out do you like vaginal stimulation over clit stimulation do you like a combo? Like, and if you like clit stimulation, how much pressure do you like on your clit? If you like vaginal, how do you like it? Do you like it rough? Do you like it gentle? Do you do you know your perfect spot that will make you come? Do you know your body, queen? The only way to know your body is if you're touching your body. Girl, if you don't love yourself, who why you expect somebody else to love you? Like you gotta love on your body, touch your breasts, understand um how you like your breast massaged, what you know, how much pressure you like. Do you like do you like your breast caressed? Maybe you don't. Like you have to touch yourself to know what you like and what you don't like. 
And when it comes to masturbation in men, I feel like men, I mean, they jerk off. And most men, and I don't want to generalize this at all, you know, I, you know, some men enjoy it and they learn. I feel like what men and and masturbating, so my kinks out there that listen, you can definitely DM me um, and chime in on this. Um, But I feel like with men, when they're masturbating, it's mostly solely for them as far as just like, I just want to get this quick nut. So for them, like they learn how to um, stroke faster, if they grip too tight, like they on their learning what really makes them come fast. And I I feel like that can also contribute to um how they are sexually as far as they know, okay, if they speed it up, speed up their stroke is gonna make them come faster. Like I guess so. I don't know. I'm not a guy, I'm not a man. I can't speak on that. I can only speak on the perspective of what I am, and that's a female. So Okay, so that's seven. The eighth, and if you're hearing that sound, that is thunder. Again, I'm in South Florida, and it's storming. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, the eighth myth is you can't get pregnant if you have sex in water. So I've heard this one a few times, and I'm just like, wait. What? I'm just like, wait, what? That's the thing. First of all, having sex in the water is hard. So I'm not even going to elaborate on that one. Just, 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 I can't. Um, Some of these myths are so outrageous and it's like people are really out here thinking these things but what the article says is you cannot wash sperm out of your vagina and expect to not get pregnant um uh as covered earlier a healthy sperm um deposits into the vagina they start making their way towards the entrance of the uterus. Um, and so that doesn't matter if you are in a lake, in the ocean, in a pool, in a hot tub, anywhere, any body of water. If the if the sperm got in the pussy, listen, it lives there for five days. Okay. The ninth and last one that I'm going to cover is having a lot of sex is shameful. You should already know how I feel about this. Um, I do not respect anyone that slut shames anyone. I don't respect you at all um, because you have no right to judge. So, um, yeah, like having a lot of sex is not shameful. You know, like like my... Thing is, explore. Try it if you want to try it. But most importantly for me is to be safe. 
like that's the number one thing for me is to be safe you want to have sex a lot have sex a lot um so that's that on that so i hope you enjoyed this quick episode for the anniversary and i will definitely drop a a new episode soon um no, I'm not going to share any of my kink and fetish on this episode because I didn't prepare one. I've shared so many with all of you that I was like, oh my God, what haven't I said yet? Like, what else can I throw in there? So I am definitely going to sit and marinate on which kink or fetish I would like to share with all of you the next episode as well as a sex abate right? I haven't done that in a while. Bear with me. 2020 has been interesting. It's 2020 has just been a roller coaster of shit, right? Um, And we're all experiencing it in some capacity. I feel like everyone is getting hit um, with whatever this is that's happening in 2020. So, I'm going to get back on the saddle and get back into the routine of sharing a kink and a fetish and also a sexapade. I promise. Um, until next time, as always, be bold, be free, be you, and please be kind to someone else, but most importantly, be kind to yourself. Don't forget to escape the labels and embrace your kink. Peace out, beautiful, beautiful beings. Oh, and remember to follow the Instagram page, page which is Her Pleasure Chest. You can slide in my DM. I'm always available to chat it up with listeners. You can also follow my personal Instagram, which is goddess underscore Tosh. So that is G-O-D-D-E-S-S underscore T-A-S-H. Peace out and love and light. Bye. <laughs>